Hi, welcome to Bookie. To unlock more world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features. Today we will unlock the book The Pursuit of Perfect, How to Stop Chasing Perfection and Start Living a Richer Happier Life. Everyone has a desire for happiness and hopes to lead a more meaningful and happier life. But what on earth is happiness? The straight-A student, the flawless fashion model on the cover of a magazine, the touching happily ever after ending of a romantic comedy, these examples of perfection are commonly seen in everyday life. They are so convincing that it makes us believe that this is true happiness. We try our best to do everything perfectly and earn our ticket to enter the so-called gate of happiness. However, we always end up disappointed. Even after working so hard, we are susceptible to the pressures of life and intrusive negative emotions. We still experience moments of unhappiness. Are we not trying hard enough? Why can't we be rewarded with happiness? We may find the answers in today's book The Pursuit of Perfect, How to Stop Chasing Perfection and Start Living a Richer Happier Life. The author of this book Tal Ben-Shahar received his Ph.D. in Organizational Behavior from Harvard University. His course Positive Psychology has been one of the most popular courses at Harvard for many years. He is also regarded by students as Harvard's most popular tutor. His famous book Happier, Learn the Secrets to Daily Joy and Lasting Fulfillment remained on the bestseller list for a long time after its publication. It was ranked as number one on the New York Times book list. After being translated into multiple languages, it has become popular in 26 countries in multiple regions. In the book The Pursuit of Perfect, How to Stop Chasing Perfection and Start Living a Richer Happier Life, Ben Shahar shares real cases he has encountered from teaching around the world. Regardless of whether they are students, parents, or professionals, people have a common goal of pursuing a happy and perfect life. And their results are also quite similar, they get more frustrated and feel increasingly unhappy. After repeated research and comparisons, Dr. Ben Shahar came to a very surprising conclusion, perfectionism is the archenemy of happiness. To help readers better cope with perfectionism, Dr. Ben Shahar provides them with a series of practical methods in this book. Readers can thus learn to apply positive psychology to every aspect of their daily lives, embrace optimalism, and lead a happier life by accepting life's imperfections. Next, we will highlight the key points of this book in two parts. Part 1, Perfectionism, the Archenemy of Happiness. Part 2, Optimalism and Rebuilding a Happy Life. Let's start with the first part, Perfectionism, the Archenemy of Happiness. In recent years, psychologists have found that the influence of perfectionism can be both positive and negative. Based on the different consequences resulting from perfectionism, we can differentiate between neurotic negative perfectionism and healthy positive perfectionism. To highlight the difference between these two types, Dr. Ben Shahar assigned an ingenious description to each one. He referred to the former simply as perfectionism and the latter as optimalism. These terms are straightforward and easy to understand. We will also adopt these terms when examining his key points, in order to convey the book more accurately.
The founder of contemporary cognitive therapy David Burns defined perfectionists as those whose standards are high beyond reach or reason, people who strain compulsively and unremittingly toward impossible goals, and who measure their own worth entirely in terms of productivity and accomplishment. People of this kind will demonstrate their perfectionist traits to varying degrees or in various aspects. Specifically, these traits can be expressed in the following behaviors. First, they reject failure. They believe it's totally possible that they will never fail throughout their lives. Also, they stay away from any challenge that may lead to failure for fear of failing. For example, Deputy White House legal counsel Vincent Foster had a remarkably smooth career without any setbacks. However, when his close friend Bill Clinton was trapped in a major political scandal, Foster was overwhelmed and experienced a tremendous psychological impact. He believed that the terrible affair was the result of his negligence. This perceived failure was a stain that he could never remove from his perfect life. He felt completely destroyed and he committed suicide by shooting himself in Fort Marcy Park in Virginia. It seemed as though a life without failure was the only acceptable option for him. Second, perfectionists reject negative emotions. Most perfectionists hope that their life will be composed of an endless stream of positive emotions, and try every means possible to avoid what they consider to be unpleasant emotions. They are skilled at interacting with people with a perfect smile, and become widely recognized as nice people who are easy to get along with. Dr. Benchahar used his personal experience as a vivid example of how a perfectionist achieves a so-called perfect life through rejecting pain. When he participated in the Israel National Squash Finals in 1991, he failed to win the championship. Despite this, he was very reserved and unemotional at the award ceremony. When his girlfriend cried heavily due to his lack of emotion, he still fought back tears. Experiences from his childhood made him believe that sadness was a mistake. For many years, he rejected all negative emotions, such as depression, loneliness and anxiety. He rejected the emotional experience of an ordinary person, and even defined his lack of human expression as saying and doing all the right things. Third, perfectionists reject success, and are fully convinced that nothing is good enough. For them, success can't bring any joy. It only means a new journey awaits, which is doomed to be disappointing. Alastair Clare was a typical example of this. He was a star student at the University of Oxford and a renowned scholar. He published a novel, wrote a collection of poems, and recorded albums. He even directed a television series that won an Emmy Award. However, despite having a successful life in the eyes of many people, he chose to end his life at the age of 48 by jumping in front of a moving train. His ex-wife said that, while he had won so many awards, none had satisfied him. He needed a new one each time he accomplished something. Throughout his life, Claire always rejected his own successes and never experienced the indispensable feelings of fulfillment, achievement, and satisfaction. Thus, he buried himself in the end. So, what leads to perfectionism? Admittedly, the education we receive bears partial responsibility. Many parents interfere too much in their children's development, always finding faults and telling their children what they should and should not do. 
These parents are called helicopter parents. The fact that these parents continuously hover overhead and being critical on their children enhances the idea that no deviations from the perfect path can be tolerated. Over time, children will form a fixed mindset, there is only one path to success, and no deviations are allowed. Professor Sunia Luthar at Arizona State University holds the opinion that, risks and pressures can arise paradoxically from trying to do the best for our children. Besides the over-involvement of parents, excessive praise will also intensify children's inclination toward perfectionism. At the beginning of the 20th century, John Dewey, the father of modern American education put forward the concept of progressive education. Since then, fair and encouraging educational methods have gradually replaced the harsh iron-fisted method known as carrot and stick. Nevertheless, in practice, this reform was driven to another extreme. In order to boost their children's self-esteem, parents often praise their children unconditionally and don't dare to give any criticism or punishment. A direct consequence of this is that it creates a group of totally spoiled perfectionists. Since these children have never experienced failure, they have no idea how to deal with problems that adulthood brings. Meanwhile, the current evaluation system used in education inadvertently reinforces our inclination toward perfectionism. Almost all universities would choose to admit a student with outstanding exam scores, instead of someone who is a hard worker but bad at taking tests. In other words, what modern education recognizes is a successful outcome rather than the process of hard work. The learning process seems to be insignificant. It's just a means to an end. Then, what are the harmful impacts of perfectionism? First, perfectionism leads to low self-esteem. Henry David Thoreau once said, the fault finder will find faults even in paradise. Perfectionists are the craziest fault finders. On the road to perfection, no mistakes can escape their attention. They trap themselves in a psychological prison of their own making. They find faults while deprecating themselves. Even when they succeed, it will only bring them a short moment of joy. Soon afterward, they move on to the next goal and begin dreading their impending failure. In other words, their self-esteem is constantly attacked by cold snaps. There are also some perfectionists who seem to be extremely confident, strong, and never expose any of their weaknesses. But humanistic psychologist Nathaniel Brandon ruthlessly exposed this facade, and argued that those with seemingly perfect dignity could be utterly powerless. What's more, the perfection that they cling on to creates a huge lie that everyone is doing well except you, which contributes to feelings of increasing unhappiness. The second harmful effect of perfectionism is that it makes people depressed and anxious. Perfectionists have an extreme mentality of all or nothing. When presented with a glass half filled with water, they only see the empty half. In some extreme cases, they might see the glass as totally empty. They can't see the existence of the positive side at all. When faced with the difficulty of life, their rigid morbid way of thinking makes them unable to distinguish various degrees of failure. For them, every failure is a catastrophe. It's an unbearable weight in their lives and a significant blow to their fundamental value as a human being. When they face their imperfections and thus the reality of human nature, 
they become easily anxious and depressed. Furthermore, as they reject negative emotions and try very hard to restrict them, these negative thoughts play repeatedly in their mind, as these emotions become more intense, they are unable to do anything but feel desperate. Psychologist David Burns once warned, reaching for the stars, perfectionists may end up clutching at air. The adverse effects of perfectionism are apparent. However, when we try to get rid of it, we will find that it's not easy. There are four main reasons for this. First, the belief that happiness equals perfection is deeply ingrained in our minds. Many people consider themselves unhappy, but when Dr. Ben Shahar probed deeper, he found what these people really meant was that their lives were not satisfactory or perfect. Furthermore, when they learned that a happiness expert was also troubled by negative emotions, they were incredulous. In reality, the only people who don't get a chance to experience unpleasant feelings are the mentally ill and the dead. The second reason why it's difficult to get rid of perfectionism lies in the fact that, people often regard perfectionism as a positive trait. When being interviewed, people often say that their biggest weakness is trying too hard to be perfect and being overly detail-oriented. However, this sort of expression clearly shows a trace of complacency. Ellen Langer is an American psychologist and the first woman to gain tenure at Harvard University. She once said, the reason some people have a hard time changing their behavior no matter how hard they seem to try, is that they really value that behavior under a different name. When people value a certain positive trait, they will have difficulty changing its corresponding negative traits. For example, some people's perfectionism makes them rigorous and meticulous. If they want to get rid of their perfectionism, it means that they will also abandon the advantages of being rigorous and meticulous. In their eyes, the former is closely linked with the latter. The third reason is that perfectionists believe that perfectionism can bring success. They are always highly demanding of themselves and lead a disciplined life. They believe it's the only way to succeed, but they fail to realize that all roads lead to Rome. Happiness never hinders success. Instead, it is more likely to bring success. The last reason why perfectionism is hard to quit is because when we are trying to overcome it, it's easy to fall prey to new types of perfectionism. When we tell ourselves to accept imperfection and pursue peace and serenity in order to find perfect happiness, the result is utterly disappointing. Since we are forcing ourselves to be accepting and can't tolerate when we fail to accept, we give birth to a new form of perfectionism. After realizing the disadvantages that result from perfectionism, Dr. Ben Shahar tried to find a crash method to free himself from it. In the end, he was always met with failure. Later, he realized that this journey demands time and, and patience. There's no shortcut. We can even say that this so-called destination we hope to reach once and for all doesn't exist. That's all for part 1. In this part, we introduce the meaning and the manifestations of perfectionism, as well as its causes and harmful effects. Then we analyzed why it's so hard to get rid of perfectionism. After this discussion, we can see that it's time to say goodbye to perfectionism. But what is the ideal way of living supposed to look like? After we bid farewell to perfectionism, what shall we do? Today we are just sharing limited bookie. 
To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. You will get 7 days free trail with more features.